0: Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am your overly caffeinated host, Brad. Thank you for joining me. Hope your day is great. Uh, It does seem a little chaotic out there right now. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm comforted by a quote by Nietzsche. He said, Out of chaos comes order. And I hope he's right, because it's super chaotic out there, right? Uh, I recently started asking, you know, with inflation so high, why is the dollar just soaring in comparison to the other, you know, currencies in the world? And at first, it didn't make any sense. The U.S. is now $300 trillion in debt. We've added almost $5 trillion in the last two years alone. And just, I mean, it's hard for me to even fathom that number to think about even what 1 trillion of anything would look like but just to kind of put it in comparison 5 trillion is more money it's more than the cost of all the war all the wars combined not that war is a good thing but imagine how expensive they are (laughs) i mean we have injected into the system more money then all the, all the wars, the cost would have been for everything. It's just mind-blowing. And if you look at the value of the dollar, you know, since it was on the gold standard back in like, what, 1913 or so, if you looked at that, you know, uh, at a graph, it has gone down like 99% since that time. And, and part of the reason that the dollar dollar is soaring is that the federal reserve has raised rates faster over the last what is it uh you know it's just this year so like maybe 10 months in they've raised it faster than any other point in history the other reason is that the dollar is what i call the best of the worst you know if you look at all of the other currencies out there and all the other countries even though things are uh, you know, bad from a debt standpoint and uh, the value of our dollar, it's still better than most other countries out there. And looking at the, the dollar historical chart, you can look it up, it's called the DXY for, for anybody that doesn't know. But if you look at the peaks of like when it tops out, it's always accompanied by a crisis. You know, if you look at the dot-com bubble, boom, the uh, DXY was up to a a record high. And then the housing crash, boom, up again, record high. Right now we're sitting at a 20-year high. Um, And investors, domestic and abroad, they want to hold dollars when the market crashes. I heard somebody uh, bragging the other day about how the dollar is beating the british pound more than ever before and i just didn't have the heart to tell them that that's that's a bad sign <laughs> but uh i you know and I, I shouldn't even say bad sign it's um what it is is a sign that we are in the early stages of our next crash and this is one of the reasons i just i can't shut up about bitcoin and i'm i'm sorry <laughs> but i feel like i need to share this information I've been researching it for about a year now. Uh, If I had to guess, I'd say I'd put in close to 100 hours at this point. And it's because for the first time, we have a currency that is outside of a centralized authority. You know, no one can create more of it or use it to bail out a bank or use it to pay for a war. Bitcoin was created just a... Just a recap, in case you didn't uh, catch my previous episodes about Bitcoin, it was created by an unknown person who went by the name Satoshi Nakamoto. It was created on January 3rd, 2009. And the goal was to have the first ever proper form of digital money. You know, this, this digital money needed to have a fixed supply and needed to be scarce or secure, I should say, and permissionless. And with Bitcoin, unlike all the other currencies out there, there is not a single person in the whole world that has the power to turn off the system or block a transaction or alter the max supply. It never turns off because it runs on uh, voluntary uh, nodes all over the world. I think there's even nodes in space at this point. Um, And it's the most secure computer network in the world. Uh, I love Michael Saylor. Uh, He's uh, the CEO of uh, MicroStrategy and a big proponent of Bitcoin. And I was watching an interview with him, and he said to the guy, if I gave you $100 million, you couldn't reproduce this network. It also has a fixed supply. You know, it's mathematically impossible to devalue the money against itself. There is zero inflation in Bitcoin. And even today, like from the inception of this uh, currency to now, back in 2009 to now, it's running flawlessly. The network has never been hacked. And it is thriving in adoption. And it's done all this without the use of a CEO or a marketing uh, campaign. And I think the reason for that is that People know good ideas when they see one. I mean, we all know that the world revolves around money, right? Money and economic incentives just drive the world, you know, to evolve. And, and right now, the entire world is being plagued by money that is being devalued. You know, assets, stocks that are being inflated. And people are losing faith in the current system. I think Turkey is up to like... 90% inflation right now. It's it's insane. Bitcoin is the solution to the problem and very fast people are starting to take notice of that. It is the fastest adopted technology in the world. Faster than automobiles, faster than phones, uh faster than the internet even. And the reality is governments can't stop printing money. It's impossible. They Once you start, it seems like once a central government or a central bank starts to print money to solve problems, there's no getting out of it. And so with this, it's just a a question of math and adoption, because if dollars keep getting printed or currency over the, you know, uh, or centralized currencies keep being printed and there's only 21 million Bitcoins out there, uh, this is mathematically, it will 100% continue to rise in value against a currency that has a maximum supply. Assuming, of course, there is a demand for it. Based on its adoption, there is exponential growth for, for this commodity. You know, year after year, the dollars are purchasing less, and bitcoins are purchasing more. It's also the easiest asset to maintain. Um, there's no, you know, provided you have it stored properly, there's nobody that can take it away from you. And if you own a home, that can be taken by the government. Uh, your bank account it can be taken. In fact, the banks don't even have your money there. Uh, they're only required, uh, I think, 10%, maybe even less. Uh, it's called fractional banking. And this is why there's so many runs on the bank in other countries right now because the people uh, want their cash and it's not there. And you might think, Brad, what, what are you doing? You're usually talking about the law of attraction and uh, how to live your best life and, and all that stuff. Like, why do you care? Why are you suddenly coming at me with this talk of, uh, of Bitcoin and monetary policy? And the reason for that is the, I, I think that our money has a great deal to do with our personal development. I think that as a collective, we are evolving at an exponential rate. Um, we are coming into a new way of thinking. And that's why maybe this seems so chaotic right now is that change is happening so fast that it seems like the world is falling apart. And so I like to be on the side of optimism. I think that there are going to be massive opportunities and this could be the greatest wealth transfer in history. And really, personal development for me is all about freedom. Freedom from our own minds and the collective forces that try to exploit us. And so taking the money out of the hands of other people is possibly one of the greatest contributions to humanity uh, that we've had in the last you know 50 years maybe even more this will probably rank up there uh with the invention of the light bulb electricity the printing press i just right now i think people have no idea how much of a big deal this is and if you're listening to this in 2022 you're still very very early well thank you so much for listening i really appreciate that um let me know what you think about this. You can hit me up at the Coffee Buzz Podcast at gmail.com. Find me on all the social medias at the Coffee Buzz PC. I've got show notes. I'll uh, link some very good articles and um, other resources where you can learn more about this. Obviously, not financial advice, but I encourage you to research this. Find out if it's right for you. Thanks again, and I will talk to you next time.